This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Rudy Giuliani. Welcome. This is the Rudy Giuliani Show, and thank you very, very much uh, for tuning in. We are uh, sort of in a guessing game, and I don't really think that's right. Meaning, uh, the allegation put out yesterday about uh, President Biden is um, very, very serious. But, and of course, you you all know I have no love for President Biden, nor do I have uh, much room for, for worrying about whether he's treated fairly or not. But as I was thinking about this last night, this seems to be deja vu all over again. This is what they did to Trump, right? Um, we've got a blockbuster. This is going to take Trump down. And it turns out to be poor George Papadopoulos, who they bankrupt and, and they had set him up. Or we've got another blockbuster. He's going to do it. He's going to put Trump in jail. And that was you know, Carter Page who turned out to be entirely innocent and uh, and I think has a lawsuit against him and may have actually collected on that. And then we could do the same with the liar-in-chief, uh, uh, you know, Michael Cohen. He's going to bury Trump, bury him. And the U.S. Attorney's Office threw him out as a pathological liar. Well, okay. It's a little different because uh, I, uh, this is probably going to sound too complicated. Because I, having having the hard drive, uh, I have uh, and and so and so does America now, right? We've got a a, a a a machine that could spit out, I would say, conservatively, twenty to thirty major criminal cases against Joe Biden and uh, Hunter Biden. Now that hard drive has been available and able to do that for two years or more, in the hands of two different attorneys general, Barr and the present crook, and uh, and and one FBI director, Gray, who doesn't seem to read it or look at it. The crimes fly out of the hard drive. What I mean is all you have to do is press a little button and, and there comes a 10-year uh, gun felony. As a, a drug addict, uh, he was he possessed a gun illegally. That's a ten-year felony, and and the one they talk about in the papers that they're looking at is the misdemeanor for uh, just uh, you know um, making a false statement, which already tells you they're fixing it, right? The the major crime committed there is a ten-year felony, which makes it a, a crime for a person who's addicted to drugs to possess a gun. Which makes sense, right? All the gun control freaks will talk about you can't have a gun sold to a person who's mentally ill or a criminal or a drug addict. Whoa, you got one sitting next to the President of the United States. His name is Hunter Biden. The document is 100% accurate. 
there's a gun dealer ready to testify. Tough guy who wouldn't turn over the documents to the Secret Service because he figured the Secret Service was going to tear them up. Uh, man, I wouldn't have thought that back then when he did it. He turns out to be right. Secret Service tried to fix the whole the whole gun thing uh, from the very beginning. But you also have a you, you press another little button in the hard drive, and here comes a fourteen million dollar money laundering transaction. Boom. Hunter, Devin Archer, the uh, the 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 stepson of um, of uh, John, flying uh, flying all over the world to save us from uh, climate change. Kerry, who's actually uh, produced more pollution than uh, I think the entire city of New York, usually just when he talks, and um, and then. The document also says a nice little note in it that says eight hundred thousand for uh, for Joe. At the time, Joe was the vice president of the United States of America. That thing's been sitting there. That document's been sitting there since twenty eighteen. Uh, the Justice Department has had it, and the State Department since twenty nineteen. That's not good enough? I mean, what do you need? What do you need? Oh, how about Hunter's statement? I, uh, I've i been supporting the family for 30 years, and I give uh, 50% to Pop. They're finally using that. They're finally using it. I, I heard uh, Comer talk about it uh, today, and, you know, it's taken me uh, two and a half years to get that through. I, I used to put it up in my podca- uh, podcast. When they talk about, you know, did Joe get any money? Yes, he did. Hunter explains it. It's December of 2018, and he tells his daughter, I've been paying all the bills of the family for 30 years, and I give half of my income to Pop. Now, there's only one reason he'd be giving half his income to Pop. The income was for Pop. It was for exactly what this leak is telling us about, which is, Money to Joe for Joe exercising his public position to help someone. In this particular case, it says policy changes. But it could also be fixing a case like they did for, like they did for my, my, my Sloshevsky, for which there are 12 witnesses, 12, as well as documents to prove it beyond any doubt, not just a reasonable doubt. Here's what I'm complaining about. If you're going to put the damn thing out, put it out. Don't don't put out this cheesy, wheezy kind of thing that there's a document that says that the vice president was given money in exchange for policy changes. Okay, what document? Who did it? When did they do it? Uh, are there witnesses? Why don't you put that all together when you put it out, huh? I mean, this is, it isn't right to do it that way. Even to Joe Biden, it isn't right to do it. Because if you can do it to Joe Biden, you can do it to somebody, and you will do it to somebody. And we're getting into a pattern here that's going to affect the next president, too, and the one after that, and the one after that. This is just unfair. And there's no reason to do that. They have the damn document. This is what they did to Trump in order to try to frame him with that Ukrainian conversation. 
the biggest liar in uh, the biggest liar in what in 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 Washington, the biggest liars in Washington, led 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 by Nancy Pelosi, right, and Shifty Schiff, say that there's a there's a whistleblower and there's a quid pro quo, and Trump uh, talked to the president of Ukraine and uh, wouldn't give him the money unless the president of the Ukraine uh, investigated uh, Hunter Biden and Joe Biden. And it was a bribe, straight bribe, quid pro quo, quid pro quo. And they withheld the document for, they withheld the document. Trump put it out himself. Doesn't show that. There's no uh, mention of any money. There's no mention of a quid pro quo. There's no mention, if you don't do it, I will. And it's a, uh, uh, it's an ask, a request to investigate a serious crime, which they poo-pooed as if it never happened. Of course, they were holding back the hard drive, which would have proved the crime and made everything Trump was doing perfectly justified. But instead of putting that out, people like Barr and Gray withheld the hard drive and the Congress went ahead and impeached him. So I don't want that can't happen anymore. Don't put out these little teases. We're doing that now. Come on. You're capable of putting out the whole document. You're going to eventually put it out, and then we're going to find out you you overstated it, you understated it, or you got it right. But where this this is this is our right to know, not your right to keep it from us. This is our country. It belongs to us. You work for us. And if you don't look at it that way, get the hell out of office. So I, I don't, I, I am very, very disturbed that we're playing this game, that we're going to wait until next week or the week after or the week after that. Now, in my particular case, and I'm not going to do it, I could give you three possibilities of what that is. I could give you three possibilities of what they're talking about off the hard drive. I, I could be dead wrong. I could probably be right. I have been right in other things they've done. I mean, when they put out things, I kind of laugh. I've known it for three years. It's like, oh, really? Not only did I know it for three years, it was in my podcast two years ago. But don't play this game. We're better than that. That's what we should be offering the American people. If we make a charge, let's show people how we have it backed up. Let them then look at what we say and how much evidence there is for Did we exaggerate? Didn't we exaggerate? And believe me, I, I, ha- I have the evidence. They have the evidence. We don't have to do that. In Trump's case, they had to do it because they were framing him. I mean, it's hard to understand the, 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 the magnitude of the crime they committed. And they means Hillary, Biden, Obama, Brennan, Clapper, the 51 bums who uh, handled our intelligence for 20 years, who sold out our country. Maybe that maybe the letter wasn't the first time they sold out our country. I don't know. Our intelligence has been for you know what for years. I mean, these are the same guys who, who, who told us there were 
weapons of mass destruction in Iraq, the same guys who lied about the hard drive being Russian disinformation. These are the same guys who got the people killed in Benghazi. These are the same guys who haven't who haven't given the, pre, uh, the the president of the United States the right information in about 25 years. I don't know. It's because they're lazy, drunk, stupid, or working for somebody else. They sure as hell have no uh, integrity. You don't sign a letter like that without asking some questions like, let me see the hard drive. (laughs) Uh, What are you talking about? It has earmarks of Russian disinformation. Give me one earmark. How about two, three, and not even one? So I'm not going to speculate on what this is. I'm just going to go with what already exists, and then let's see what exists. And I hope it isn't being exaggerated. I hope it is right on the money as to what it says. Or it isn't. And uh, and that would be a shame because it would make Biden appear to be innocent when there's a mountain of evidence that exists and has existed for well before he ran for president that should have put him in jail. Well, we'll be right back after the break and... uh, We will take a look at the border crisis and how it's affecting us here in New York, because it's really going to be a disaster. Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-whim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. Rudy Giuliani, the Rudy Giuliani Show. This is Rudy Giuliani back with the Rudy uh, Giuli- the Rudy Giuliani Show, and um, we were going to. I, I was going to alert you to the fact that starting on May 11th, the whole the whole uh, situation of illegal migrants is going to become much much worse. Uh, Article 42, which was invoked by the Trump administration because of the pandemic and the fear of people coming in who were infected with COVID allowed us to return many, many people uh, without even taking up the, the, the claim of asylum. Well, that, uh, as a result of uh, the Biden administration not extending it in any way uh, on other grounds, like we're in a, I mean, so, okay, it was, it was put into effect because of the um, emergency involving the pandemic. Well, that's been over for quite some time. I don't know how they've been able to keep it this long, but they have. Uh, but, I mean, there is a real emergency right now with maybe anywhere from five to seven million people have come in illegally. Uh, and if you consider that the ones claiming asylum, no more than about five percent actually are entitled to it. Uh, that whole group is basically, you know, minus five percent. So five million minus five percent are illegal. That's an emergency. You take a look at the conditions in El Paso. You take a look at the conditions of other cities in Texas. Now you start taking a look at the conditions in places like New York and Chicago, and you've got a you've got a domestic emergency, which should allow uh, Article Forty Two to continue. But of course, the Biden administration isn't it clear they want an open border? I mean, what? Why are we? 
messing around and, and fooling around like we don't understand that. Mayorkas lies every day about it. Meanwhile, we don't stop anybody at the border. They all come in. Uh, we process some percentage of them. Some of them get by and we see them. Some of them get by and we don't see them. We don't even know what that number is, really. The assumption is it's at least 50% of the people we stop and process could be double the number, 100%, could be double the number. So Biden has set records, you know, from the day he walked into office, records, I'm not even comparing him now to Trump, records compared to any other president. Nobody has ever let so many illegals into this country as Biden. And uh, and believe me, these are not the kind of migrants we used to have that did cause problems, not because of themselves, but because by having a flow like that, you can get bad people and you can get illegal people who want to do illegal activities. They're not just are not just in the status of being illegal. They actually are illegal. So even when the Mexican migrants were coming over, many of them just to work, the the the, the gangs and cartels, such as they were, w- would still sneak people in to bring in drugs, to do human trafficking, uh, to to engage in other kinds of illegal activity. But it was on a much smaller scale. Now, as far as we know, nobody's coming in to do work that's available. Because they don't work. They go on welfare right away. Adams has this problem that he has, not just because of Biden, certainly not because of Abbott. I mean, it was outrageous that he said that Abbott is sending people to cities with black mayors. First of all, he's gotten twice as many migrants from the mayor of El Paso than he has from Abbott. Number two, Abbott has sent uh, 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 migrants to cities that have white mayors, for example, Philadelphia. He sends them, he sends them actually to the cities that are asking for them. Adams was asking for them. He, he announced that we would be the best sanctuary city in the world, that we were going to be the best place for immigrants. We were going to give them like the best accommodations. Everybody was going to have a right to shelter. Most cities don't have a right to shelter. Even that my, even the sanctuary cities don't have a right to shelter. Everybody would have health insurance, health care. Everybody, their kids could go to school and to college. Or who, who wouldn't want to come to New York? Abbott makes the point, and I ask, he has to be right. People choose New York over the other sanctuary cities because Adams is offering them more. So he's to help to create this problem. Obviously, Biden is the only one who can solve it, but he's helped create it. So we're going to take a short break, and when we get back, we're going to talk about this whole Tucker Carlson thing, which is really, really getting ridiculous. The Rudy Giuliani Show. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point-of-sale system you can trust, or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory... Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. This is the Rudy Giuliani Show, and we're back uh, with you. And we're going to get to Tucker Carlson and your calls in a moment. I, ju- I do have to mention 
I do have to mention the de- death of this guy, Jordan Neely, that's now becoming a bit of a core celeb uh, uh, for the uh, left-wing nutjobs in, in the city who would like uh, the uh, the man who jumped in and protected all those people on the train, uh, on the subway train. They, they want him, you know, of course, they want him prosecuted. They don't want murderers and rapists and uh, people who steal cars and people who go into stores and loot the entire store and are driving retail uh, establishments out of the city of New York. They don't want them prosecuted. They want this guy, a Marine, 24-year-old Marine, who stepped up to stop a madman who's got like about 40 arrests from intimidating and frightening everybody on that subway train. I don't know if you've ever been on a subway train when some big monster guy goes crazy. But it's frightening for people because they're locked on that train and they don't know who he's going to strike at it. I mean, and particularly for the women and the children on the train, it's a traumatic experience. And, of course, you don't know what the guy's going to do. If you don't stop him at an early stage, you may not stop him until he bangs somebody's head in or kills somebody. And, and we complain about nobody stepping in and helping. Now the guy steps in and helps, and they want to put him in prison. And, and we got Bragg deciding it, who already has done this uh, uh, a couple of times, where he, go, where he goes after the victim, not, not the criminal. I, I, uh, I think the guy should get a medal. I think if I were the mayor, I'd have him down at City Hall, I'd have a ceremony for him, and I'd say, gee, I wish you'd all help out like this. Maybe we could stop this subway crap, you know? Somebody goes nuts on the subway and starts. Uh, the police had previously said originally that he was intimidating and threatening the rioters and throwing garbage at them. Now, let's see if they stick with that after after the DA's office gets a chance to play around with the reports. The crooked DA's office that's prosecuting Trump for I don't know what. They, they don't even mention the crime. They don't, they don't even mention the crime in the indictment. And and then uh, one of the one of the main witnesses, Alberto Vasquez, who filmed the video incident, said none of us who were there thought uh, that he, the guy, was in danger of dying. We thought he had just passed out or ran out of air. So I mean, they sort of confirmed the fact that uh, uh, the, um, the 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 Marine who who was who was inv- who was involved in this didn't realize that uh, the guy that he he put him in a, he put him in what they call a chokehold a chokehold could be any number any number of different of different things but he basically was restrict was restraining him and i i guess he was applying too much force he looks like a big strong guy well only a big strong guy would intervene like that right it would have the guts to intervene like that the guy the guy he intervened he could have had a gun he could have had a knife he could have had a bat uh, you see plenty of incidents of these people smashing the hell out of people. I think the guy acted in a brave way, intended to uh, 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 help other people, and he should be congratulated for what he did. And more people should step up, not to kill anyone, but to intervene and to stop these maniacs from threatening the hell out of people and then threat- threatening them out of the city. I don't know if you've seen the Navy's newest uh, recruiting tactic. They're using a drag queen to try to uh, a yeoman second class, Joshua Kelly, who's binary. She's been the digital ambassador 
for the Navy. Her stage name, I don't know how a person in the Navy is on stage, but her stage name is Harpy Daniels. What what are we doing? What is going on? If you see a picture of it, this is the United States Navy. No wonder we can't get recruits. People think you go in there, the place is perverted. What what uh, what reasonably decent young man or woman would want to go into a place that advertises with Harpy Daniels? I don't I don't want to be in a I don't want to be in a bunk with Harpy Daniels. Thank you. Wow, who's going to fight for us? Harpy Daniels doesn't look like much of a fighter to me. Yeah, this is right. This is we're we're going to have to protect Taiwan with with Harpy with a navy of Harpy Daniels, who are doing acts at night are doing acts in uh, in uh, in in uh, drag queen joints. Hey, can we get real, please? Now, what's going on with with Tucker Carlson? The the latest one is the latest one that Fox put out is that Tucker Carlson asked. One of the one of the people, I think, one of the makeup people, te- teasingly, when ladies go to the ladies' room to powder their nose, why do they do it so often? Or you know why? I remember once asking, why do women always go in twos? You know, when they they're like nuns, they, they go in twos to the ladies' room. I probably shouldn't admit that. I, Fox will probably come after me that there's something wrong with me if you ask a lady that. And and then and then. Uh, and then he said when she, I, I don't remember what she said. She probably said, you know, we do or we don't or whatever. He said, oh, maybe you have pillow fights. That's it. I don't know what that is. That's like bad. This is it. You, you fire the guy for that. Then the other one where he said this thing about uh, white men don't fight that way. That probably should have been said uh, better. But it's nothing in comparison to the stuff that uh, that Demented in Chief says. I mean, this is this is this is the week that he called uh, the the guy a boy. I mean, three weeks ago he called the uh, black uh, mayor uh, governor of of Maryland boy. Uh, this is one incident by 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 Tucker where where he's musing, musing. He's like think he's. Thinking out loud, which I, you know, I, I also don't know how Fox has all these tapes. What do they tape everybody? Everything you say gets taped, and then if they if they uh, uh, fire you and they don't want you to get a job, they put out all the tapes on you. I mean, can you just any of you out there? Just imagine if everything you said was taped, and 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 if you wanted to leave your job, all your tapes were going to get played. That's like indentured servitude. And I don't know why the other people at Fox don't speak up. Don't they realize it's going to happen to them, too? This is outrageous what they're doing to this guy. Let's listen to 2027 because the left is going nuts over Tucker Carlson. One would think he, he was a you know one of those mass killers. 27. This is a sick person speaking joyfully and enthusiastically about a desire for for people to beat up another person he is voicing homicidal rage 
the, the, let's not. An enthusiasm. Oh, an enthusiasm. Where's the red line? It is this depraved indifference to violence. This is an explicit acknowledgement of racial superiority. In the sense that this is worse than other things he said, the text, because it is an expression of homicidal rage. This is not the last that we're going to hear okay, about. Okay, that's enough. Wait, wait, I think you got it. Okay, so you know what this is about? This is, uh, he, he, he's actually expressing feeling guilty because he was watching this Antifa guy get beaten up. He saw a, te- uh, a video of the Antifa guy getting beaten up. And he said, you know, at, at, for, for the moment, I was like, uh, I, I was like thinking, well, he deserves it, he deserves it, he deserves it. Then I started to think, well, that's the way they think. We shouldn't think that way. He is a human being like me. We probably have things in common, even though. So he goes through a whole, like, um, uh, explanation of how you shouldn't feel that way. After admitting that he had that feeling. I mean, how honest is that? And haven't you gone through that? I mean, some people have gone through it publicly. This is like Obama. I mean, Obama, Obama has, you know, talked about how his, his, his grandmother said racist things, but she wasn't a racist. How all of us, all of us, uh, have those thoughts at times, including him. And also, uh, at one point he, he did a whole thing on how uh, white people, uh, can't sing. Which I think is a little, I mean, they can't dance, but what about, I never knew they can't sing. What about Pavarotti? I mean, he's a pretty good singer. Caruso. Certainly Italians can sing, I can tell you that. Let's listen to 32. A white newsman, Bill Plant, who covered the marches then and who is with us here today, quipped that the growing number of white people lowered the quality of the singing. Okay, all right. I, I I remember that. I didn't get all offended. But I thought it was a. I actually thought it was an inappropriate joke. If he had said they can't dance or something, or, or uh, you know, the basketball joke, that that'd be okay. Although I have to tell, no, I'm not going to tell you this one. I probably I'm not supposed to say this. Um, now let's listen to a guy that's been totally forgiven for this. I mean, he's now a major television guy. Al Sharpton, let's listen to, thir- this is Al Sharpton, and it, it, this has all been forgotten, 33. I would love to use love, but if I've got to use hate, I'll deal with my hand calls for it. If I have to use hate? I'll do what my hand calls for. Well, he was forgiven for that, right? I mean, the guy the guy was in the White House with Obama as much as anybody else. He's in the White House with Biden, and he's on, he's on the Communist News Network, or one of the Communist News Networks. I can't remember which one there was. So many. <laughs> how about, uh, how about Alanda? In North Carolina, Wanda? Yes, sir. Mayor Giuliani. First, I'm calling for two reasons. First of all, I just want to say how honored I am to actually be speaking to you. So you have to say something back to me so I'll always know we had a conversation. Well, I will. I will say thank you very, very much. That's very... 
That is so kind of you to say that. Well, I may be from North Carolina, but I was up close and personal with New York City pre-Giuliani, New York City post-Giuliani, and I will always be indebted to you for what you did for that well, great You city. are so and nice. You're an American hero. You're an American hero for that. Well, thank you, honey. And I pray for you all the time. Boy, I appreciate, I, appreciate, I appreciate that a lot. Now, I'm he, so honored to be speaking to you, but I have a second reason for calling. I know you do. You have a, you have a recommendation for us, right? Actually, my husband's. You know, those eccentric, brilliant people are really odd, and they come up with some great ideas, and he's one of them, and he knows how to rid New York City of the rat problem. Tell me. Give him the vaccine. <laughs> Wow. You know what I was thinking? I was thinking that maybe we should give the job uh, to Ron DeSantis. Because, you know, he, he, he got rid of the the mouse, the big mouse. Oh, he's trying to get rid of the mouse in uh, Florida. And he's got experience with rodents. So maybe he was actually, maybe instead of running for president, he should run for Radzar in New York and see... See what he can do with rats, with atoms. But I, your solution is probably better. So you think we should, uh, should they get boosters too? Yeah, absolutely. As many Boost boosters as possible. Max. As many boosters yeah. as possible. You know, we'll take a look at the, um, the profile of where the most people died and then we'll, we'll give it to them. That was an excellent suggestion though, uh, Londa. I don't know. I have a feeling we're all going to be canceled or so, somehow because they won't see the humor in this. But when you when you make a bit, when you make trillions by fooling people, you don't have much of a sense of humor. You know that, <laughs> right? right? I mean, right. you you, te- you tend to not want people to really know the con job that you played on them. Uh, yeah, but, yeah. It's going to turn out. Yeah. It's going to turn out to be along with the stuff they did to. To stuff they're doing to Trump, it's going to turn out to be one of the great conjure of the of the century, you know. But I'm glad I'm glad you brought that up. That was that was very very uh, witty, very very witty, Londa. And thank your husband. Uh, it sounds to me like he's not so weird. He sounds pretty straight to me. But take care. God bless you too. Now we're going to take a break, and we're going to come back with the mayor's final thoughts. Mayor's final thoughts. This is Rudy Giuliani back with the mayor's uh, final thoughts, uh, sponsored by Tunnel to Towers, T2T.org. Tunnel to Towers uh, takes care of our uniform members who take care of us. And it's your, I think, obligation to stand by them, stand by their families when they lose their lives serving us, or stand by them when they need help because they've been seriously injured and can't uh, can't get around the way, way way we do, and they need smart homes to uh, to get the maximum amount of independence. Eleven dollars a month will, will will be your share of getting that done, and um, I, I don't think you you're going to spend eleven dollars in any way more satisfying than that. T two T dot org. T the number two T dot org. So um, today, Ted. Uh, who who uh, is my is my partner uh, uh, tonight when we do our live cast uh, at eight o'clock, which I hope you listen into because we weren't able to get to as many questions as as we would like. 
put out, and it was very nice of him, uh, the picture of me uh, getting a knighted, honorary knighthood from uh, uh, Queen Elizabeth II. And and uh, used some of the language that I used when I accepted it on, on behalf of the people of the city of New York. And the heroes, and I, I think I said to her, I was standing on the shoulders of giants. And uh, fo- following me, by the way, were, were the former police commissioner and former fire commissioner, uh, Tom Von Essen and Bernie Carrick. Uh, and she said, I know, they're right there. And she pointed to them, indicating she really had done her homework. She said, but you're being too modest, and you have uh, great leadership qualities. And I also uh, note that you are a big student of Winston Churchill. And and she uh, she said something like, you know, he trained me, or... I just said he made, I don't think she, he, she said I, he made me. I think she said he trained me. And of course, you know, I don't know if you've seen the movie about her and Winston Churchill and how, uh, her father, when she, when her father knew he was going to die and she was going to take over at a very young age, asked Winston to basically stay on for another year, a year and a half as prime minister so he could train her. And uh, Winston, you know, was kind of old then, but he did. And um, and then he finally feels comfortable that she's got it all. And uh, she sure has, right? She sure had. I mean, she was a remarkable monarch. I mean, may- maybe in some ways, you know, it's hard to compare to the the monarchs who are conquerors and whatever else and, and the ones who developed the laws of England that became the laws of the United States. But in some ways, she might have been one of the great ones, huh? Two Elizabeths turn out to be certainly, certainly two of the most note, noteworthy, uh, noteworthy queens in the history. Of, obviously, the two most important queens in the history of, of England, Elizabeth I and Elizabeth II. And uh, the coronation of Charles, I don't know. I mean, Charles is a, about as, you know, used to be about as left as you can get. I mean, uh, this, is, this is a guy that was... Uh, you know, really, an, uh, a kind of environmental, environmental, over-the-top guy, and talked a lot about interfering in, po- in politics. Now, that I think has kind of uh, mellowed over the last twenty, twenty-five years. So we'll have to see how it all works out. Uh, he seems to be somewhat of a different person than he was when he was younger, and doesn't seem to involve himself as much in political issues. Uh, that's the wisdom of Elizabeth II. She understood the role of a monarch in a modern government, and it's to stay the hell out of politics. And uh, you can have your own political views, and uh, keep, but you got, it's really necessary that you let the democracy operate independent of you. And an interesting thing that I noticed, and I should have known this, is that an American president has never gone to a coronation of a, of a king or a queen of England. Well, of course not. <laughs> we went to war against them, so we wouldn't have a king or a queen. So I guess that tradition started pretty early. Why are we going to go and acknowledge a king or a queen when we fought a bitter war that we almost lost in order to be free free of a monarch? And I learned when I was offered uh, the, the knighthood that uh, unless I wanted to give up my citizenship, you don't get knighted, you get an honorary knighthood. And I said, no, sir, I'm not giving up my citizenship for anything. 
Well, thank you very, very much for tuning in today. We'll be back uh, uh, tomorrow, and we'll talk to you at 8 o'clock tonight. Okay? God bless. mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.